Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hi, this is Andrea, and you're listening to the Spine Whisperer Podcast. Today, we're talking about staying fit during the wintertime. Ms. Andrea, thank you for that introduction. We, the people will quickly notice we have Andrea in here with us. Hello. And not Miss Kimberly. And uh, Miss Kim's off doing something or other. She's meeting you at a park after this, Dr. Fink? It's real sketchy. That's yeah. just how Kim is. If she pulls up in a white van. Yeah, man. I don't <laughs> know. I would, I would not. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll be on the lookout for that on the news. So when you're recording the video. When or YouTube or Instagram. Whatever, or whatever. yeah, it's going to be on some <laughs> form of media. So uh, we're coming up to the end of our second season, which is totally awesome. The next podcast, the last one, we're going to talk about the new building that we're constructing uh, and all of the ways it's going to let us help our patients even more and all the really, really cool stuff that we have. It's like we're um, we're in the, the chrysalis phase. We've pupated. Yeah, we're talking about a metamorphosis yeah. here. And then we'll emerge into the beautiful butterfly that we've always been meant to be once we're in the new building. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yes. The chrysalis, really beautiful. pupae. I think I used all the words from the the larval stage. Our antenna are like rearranging and stuff. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think it's because I've been seeing so many of the um, black and brown woolly caterpillars this year. Have you guys ever seen as many as you've seen this year? I've seen tons. Jamie says it's I not good. This was oh, my gosh. We have so many. But it's going to be a rough winter. Is, that, is that Rancher's Almanac? It's going to be a rough winter. Rancher's Almanac. It's going to be a rough winter. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, that's or, what listen. we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we want to do with this last podcast. <laughs> thanks for getting us back on track, Andrew. Mega Segway. <laughs> we have to someday have a video camera for our recordings of this so you can see how much behind the scenes Andrea does on keeping this train on the tracks. You it's know? a train wreck. So... <laughs> what we Not want yet. to talk about today, I want to get people updated on COVID because a lot has changed. Dr. Brad and Dr. Matt are going to be the guys who are going to cover staying healthy during the winter because mm-hmm. it's starting to get cold. People are like, I don't really want to be out anymore. We're coming up in some of the shortest sunlight days of the year. So right now it really matters. And what we're trying to do here, because believe me, we're as tired as you are about hearing about this stupid virus. We hear it about it all day. We've been on the front lines the entire time. You know, no breaks for us. And what we want is to give you the impetus to really push hard, you know. Vaccine, no vaccine. When's it going to get here? When are we going to... We just want to give you the information to keep you and your family as healthy as possible during the cold winter months. That's what matters the most. Let's get through this together, and uh, let's give you the most current information. So, so in the in the beginning, we had talked about transmission route and droplet route, and uh, I think Dr. Matt, you were the one that talked about um, respiratory versus aerosol. You know, whether yeah. or not that virus is on a a respiratory droplet, as people are talking, or whether or not it can go like up into the vents. To date, there hasn't been a well documented case of of the virus going up into a ventilation system like on an airplane or a, a school and infecting the, the, that group of people. And that is wonderful news. But there is documented evidence of it traveling an aerosol route in a poorly ventilated area. 
So one of the most important words we've learned in the last 45 days is ventilation. So we have to make sure that we are always trying to stay ventilated. We, you know, when you come into our offices, we've got the air running or the, we have our fans set to on. It's always air moving. That's the most important part. Oh, of is that why? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we just well, we just like to have it death cold. You know that ventilation is always or super hot. Yeah, I know that ventilation is always going. Your ventilation in Wentzville is like mm. it'll knock you down. That thing comes on, you're you see the power grid flicker. Mm. <laughs> you know, my friend flicker. Oh, nice. You guys ever read that show? <laughs> <laughs> I am now. Andrew, you know about my friend flicker? I do. Oh my gosh. I read a lot. My mistake. My I I didn't mean to uh, assume that you didn't. So. Anyway, that's, um, and this is the Johns Hopkins Daily Notes. Like, this is where this information is coming from. So, um, originally we thought it was contact. Like, you touch something that's something with COVID. It turns out that viral shedding isn't as big a deal as they once thought it was. The respiratory route is much, much more common. And that's why stuff like masks, stuff like six feet of distance, people that are loud, yelling, and talking, you know, that produces way more. And I guess probably your best example is um, a choir group. Everybody got sick from the one guy. It's because they were singing. You know, it's like 75% of the people in the choir, and it happened in 45 minutes. So what we need to do is focus on limiting our time in areas that have poor ventilation. Just always be on the lookout. You know, like how tall is the ceiling in this room? You know, is the air always on? Stuff like that. It's just little things that can help people get, get better. So, And then um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was um, somebody asked me a couple questions. Stool shedding. If your kids are listening, cover their ears sexual transmission and there hasn't been any documented anything on sexual transmission and um no, but there is in the stool yes but not in the other thing so anyway keep both of those things in mind um symptom wise people are like well i heard that you don't get a fever anymore you know if they if we're looking at the stats fever and cough are still your number one and number two fever and a dry cough fever and a dry cough now that's a lot of viruses and a lot of different things Body aches, and then everybody is suddenly noticing their inability to smell and taste. That is not prevalent in all cases, and not even in the majority of cases. So in early infection is when they, people will see that, and it's not unique to COVID. So please, calm your friends down. You know That's why we love giving you, you people that listen to us information, because we know you're going to go out there and do something about it. So anyway, that's to get people up to speed. So if you meet these people that are out there, and they think that power washing everything that you touch with Lysol, but not wearing a mask is gonna work, it's not. You know, of the two, it's the air, it's respiratory route that we're worried about the most. And so as we going into the, you know, close contact and being inside more, these are something that I want our patients to be out there watching, our listeners to be out there watching out for. So that is the current state of the art when it comes to the, our understanding of how COVID works. You know, the biggest thing is, like, how do we have these super spreader events? Like, what's happening there? Is it one person infecting all these people, and how are they getting away with it? And it's asymptomatic people. You know, COVID is pretty famous now for the amount of people that have the stupid thing, and they don't have any symptoms. Up to 40% of cases don't even know. They don't even know. And so this is why we always have to act like somebody does have it, and then we move on from there. Mm-hmm. Cool? Yeah. Always know your exits yeah. in a room. Yeah, your exits That's not in a room. well ventilated. Yeah. And who is that that said, always have a plan to kill everybody in the room? It was a real famous Marine. Be polite, we're be not, professional. We're not sure yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everyone in the room. We take care of enough Marines that so we would, God, I wonder if they have a plan to try to kill us. 
<laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's rule just, three. Yeah, yeah, it's rule three. <laughs> it is true. They're very polite, though. That's how you know, like law enforcement or info- everyone. They're so polite. The people that can kill you, they're just so nice. Okay, very good. I'm done. I can go ahead. Okay. And so I'm going to talk about something we've been dis- discussing since March, mm-hmm. and that's about getting outside during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And for many, many reasons, including vitamin D, getting yeah. that sunlight. That's really but it. it's a little bit tougher to convince people to do that as the weather Man. gets colder and colder, or it's supposed to anyway, because what today's December 9th. December 9th, it's going to be here, 60 something. Yeah, right? St. Louis yeah. area, it's going to be 60 some degrees. Yeah, it's so. going to be real difficult for us to. You, we probably won't go back to work today. Yeah. Today's a great day to go outside. It is a wonderful yeah. day. But, I'm, li- I'm leaving at lunch today. Yeah. I may come you. back. But yeah, at some point, winter will arrive officially. Yeah, yeah. The, tw- the sure. 21st this year. I'm sure that day will just flip and it's going to be yeah. 30 degrees. But yeah. the idea is, I want to give you a few bits of information. Maybe that'll edge encourage, you to get out, encourage, encourage you to get outside. Encourage. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. It's so, like we have a thesaurus for impetus. That's and we're just right. out here trying to find different words. And there she is. You're only, right. you're only you're, used it, you're allowed welcome. to use that right word there. once. I've used in it in like three different podcasts. I know, I but this is the second time this podcast you've used oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's the name of this podcast. Yeah, it's like exacerbate. Oh, sure. It's like exacerbate. You know, you're at a party, you're like, this is going to exacerbate the problem. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I'm going to start out with a quote. And this is from oh, the... nice, bro. Dr. Tim Ford from Harvard University. Dr. Tim Ford. Ten, T-E-N. Oh, T-E-N. Ford. Bro. That's his full last oh. name. So it's not Tim. It's Tim Ford. Okay. There we go. Okay. What he said is, in colder temperatures, your heart rate doesn't have to work as hard, you sweat less, and expend less energy, all of which means you can exercise more efficiently. That's pretty interesting. So, this is my info for those people who actually like exercising. Exercise more efficiently. Yeah. Exercising yeah. in the cold. Hey, right? we'll, we'll look for more studies on this, but yeah, 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 it looks yeah. like it might be more efficient. And then uh, also... Studies have shown that you tend to burn more calories. Mm-hmm. Not that, only are, is, that is what you want. I mean, that's what I want. Yeah. So, so, so that's going to suck. You might as well, most yeah. calories perfect. That's what you're looking for. That's so. right. Calorie okay. burn. That's right. So, because not only are you exercising, but your body's trying to keep you alive. That's right. You got to make that that's, heat. You also tend to have, it kind of mentioned that in the, in the uh, quote, but you tend to have more endurance. And so you can actually work out longer in colder weather. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not talking. 12 degrees, yeah. wind chill right. below zero. Right. I'm talking about 40s, 30s. 40s. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can, you know, even in the 40s, though, like you can get pretty hot quick. Yeah. We were out walking um, last week. It was 42. And um, we had jackets on and sweatshirts, and we were already hot. Like, and, that's a, and that's a good segue into making sure you, if you are going to go mm-hmm. out, and it is a little colder than that, even in the 30s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We always talk about warming up. So it makes it even more important when it's, Cold out, get that blood flowing. Yeah, absolutely. Wearing your layers, especially having some protection on your head, because that mm-hmm. tends to be where we lose lose our heat through the head. Mm-hmm. But also hands and feet, because mm-hmm. not yeah. a lot of padding. If you forget there. your yeah. gloves, it's you're done. I'm always jealous of guys that shave their head because they can always wear like a really awesome knit hat when it's super cold. You could do and that. that. Won't ever mess with them. There's nothing. Won't mess up their hair. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. We could do that next podcast. A whole lot of people looking at my hair Trim right now. In your, Okay, the other thing yep. is staying hydrated, and that's a big mm-hmm. deal because in cold weather, you don't tend to realize that you're becoming dehydrated until much later than you would if it's hot outside. So make sure you're drinking that water right. and you're before, already more during, at after. Risk. 
because of the masks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're already drinking less than you're supposed to. Uh, and then the last couple are make sure you're on a good surface. It does get a little icy. In yeah, the nice. And last thing is sunscreen. Nice. A lot of people, of course, we think about sure, during yeah. the summertime, but you know, a great time to get out in the winter is peak. You mm-hmm. know, when the sun's at its at its height. So hey, there's a chance you might get burnt on a, on a sunny day in the winter as well. So those are some things. And so all of this is about just getting outside. We've talked right. about vitamin D with COVID. Right. We talked about a few podcast episodes ago about seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Got to get outside. Yeah, it all so, links up. So take the chance. And I guess there's some examples. I'll kind of open that up to everyone. But you just talked about hiking or walking. Yeah. There's a lot of different things we can do Absolutely. in the wintertime. Yeah. Ice skating. Yeah. That's a really Super good fun. idea. I know at the Meadows. Yes, at Lake the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. And then. Outside. I, I winter activity. Still do it. Steinberg down there. Forest Park. Forest Park. A few outdoor ice skating rinks. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. If it does actually snow, which we haven't had a lot of that, Mm-mm. getting out to sled or. I've interrogated state. the woolly caterpillars, but they won't tell me what, what their ominous presence means. When it's going to happen. Yeah, I know I've the, never seen the numbers that were, it's incredible. I know the photos from last year, like, it shows up on your phone, it's like, hey, this is what happened last year. There's been three or four different photos that have been like snow. Our mm-hmm. entire forest in the backyard has been covered with snow, and now it's like, we haven't barely had any snow so far. Yeah. What will it be yeah. more? A lot of different ideas. Maybe we can come up with a list of ideas to do in this area, but yeah. even going to Hidden Valley... You know, yeah, Hidden Valley, if it gets cold wildlife, yeah. man, there's, there's parks, there's great parks everywhere. And then in the cold, people don't want to go outside as much. So now you got, naturally, if you don't, maybe you don't like humans, there's going to be less humans out. It's easier is, to social distance. Absolutely. All you got to do is just get used to being out when it's a little darker, you know. And, and then, like you were saying, layer, layer, layer. Like, have a pair of long johns that you only wear when you go for walks or something and leave them in the same exact spot. Like, get rid of any barrier you have. Take your shoes, take your stuff, get it ready the night before, and just leave it there. Well, I don't want to wear my long... Just wear them twice. Nobody knows. It's cold. Yeah. It's okay. Do That's whatever right. it takes to get the exercise yeah. and worry about the hygiene later. Okay, you're making sure. a face. No, I was okay. just thinking of... I, I had read something where you schedule your workouts on your calendar, mm-hmm. and so you don't cancel them. Yeah. So, you know, I have yeah. a workout with myself today. So I can't cancel that. Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. That's uh, one of wonderful. Dr. Matt's yeah. favorite quotes. Yeah. Dr. Matt's wife's favorite quote. Yeah. Dinner with myself? Okay. Can't cancel that? <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Don't cancel your workout. Fantastic. Okay. And if if you don't like the cold, maybe just move up to Minnesota for one winter. See what that's like. Oh my gosh! Come back, <laughs> lower your and you'll be like, "Wow, that's wow, this is great here." Yeah, yeah. it's totally. Not Dr. Mara, that is a a wonderful philosophy. <laughs> you need to lower your expectations. Like, oh, people think this is too bad or too bad. Let's go see real bad. Yeah, you know, let's go see real bad, and then you'll see, and you'll be better. Yeah, that's interesting. When we look at the research that's coming out every single day, most of it has to do with COVID and vitamin D. The exact link in prevention of the cytokine storm, they haven't been able to ascertain. They don't know the exact, you know, linear drop-dependent relationship, but they know without a doubt that if you don't have vitamin D, you're more at risk. And the more vitamin D you have, the better off you are in terms of responding. So I just want to, in case we hadn't made that correlation for people, this is why we're talking about this now. Right. Like, we're talking about vitamin D, not because the sun is leaving, 
or is around less, it's because they need to now get it in their diet or from other ways. So anyway, right. sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I no don't problem. know if I hadn't talked about that. No, you, uh, I think that's a great that's a great segue to what we're going to be talking about. I so vitamin vitamin D is the is the vitamin that helps with um, absorption of calcium and also immune response. Nice the immune system. So if you don't have enough vitamin D in and around your system, you're not going to be doing those things efficiently. And that's what we want. So when we look at vitamin D, we look at D3 and D2. D3 you get from meat or from animals. Mm. And D2 you get more from plant, huh. plant-based supplements. So um, I didn't know there was two different yeah, yeah. vitamin Ds. It is shown in studies over time that you will have a greater impact on your vitamin D that's uh, running around your system if you do more D3. If you're low in vitamin D, you would want to take more D3 because it has a greater impact on your body. The other way that we can formulate uh, vitamin D is through ultraviolet rays from the sun. So when we're talking about exercise and we're talking about immune response, getting out there and getting our body to formulate and begin uh, vitamin D, but it's part of the way. So a couple different things we also want to consider. There is a guideline for how much vitamin D you should be taking, depending on how old you are. So for us in the age group that's in this room right now, we want to take between 600 to 800 IUs. That's like a regular dose of uh, normal healthy stuff every day. So you can get a normal amount or the healthy amount by just going outside and eating healthy food. That's right. Okay, without supplementing. Without doing anything. Right? Without okay. supplementing. Just have a real a healthy diet. A varied healthy diet. Yeah, varied, very healthy diet. Oh, nice, bro. There are other circumstances regarding people that have immune deficiency or have certain bone diseases. So you obviously want to consult your uh, physician mm -hmm. uh, before you start taking any kind of supplements um, and changing what you're intaking into your body. You could have bonitis. You could have bonitis. Can you get too much vitamin D? When you intake too much vitamin D, your body, your skin will make less. Yeah. So it's you a would, fat soluble you, vitamin. Yeah. So the fat stores it. That's the problem. Yeah. So when you're same with LSD. When you're intaking vitamin D three and vitamin D two, you want to make sure that you're eating fat soluble foods with it. So Dr. Josh always tells people, whatever vitamin you're taking, that's great. We love that. But make sure you're taking it at the appropriate time mm -hmm. with the appropriate food. That's it. You have it has you have to act like it's real food, or else your body won't do the, the necessarily grinding and crunching that's required to absorb it. Right. right? You need cholesterols and other yeah. stuff to pull fats over. You have a phospholipid bilayer, and you're not going to get fat into a water-based system unless you have a half-fat, half-water soluble compound to do that and so your body won't put that in there unless it detects that you're eating fat if you take a supplement your body will be like well, that's a supplement you have to have some type of fat to go with it to trigger that response um usually the best way to do it is uh nuts yep nuts and supplements uh non-salted non-salted non-roasted um and that's pretty much how we view vitamin d and why it's so very important to us mm-hmm that's it like you, that's it. you can get it from the sun not as much sun and you're covered up a lot more right making sure it's in your diet so there are so so many people now that are trying to ping pong off this research with vitamin d and make these crazy claims you know and that's 
crap. You can absolutely get enough vitamin D in your life from a healthy diet. The problem is that most of us don't have healthy diets. People are going 100 miles an hour. The kids are home from school now. You're home from work. Nobody's doing anything right. It's a disaster. And we understand that. And there's lots of good vitamin D supplements out there. there the are. reason why we're taking the time to say this is because there is a link. You know, how linear is it? How present is it? How can we quantify it? We're working on that. But right now, there's a good link out there. So make sure you're not skimping on your vitamin D. Vitamin D comorbidities are a huge part of what we call the cytokine storm of the ARDS aspect of COVID. So make sure you've got adequate vitamin D. Make sure your kids have adequate vitamin D. And we can do that through supplementation or good food like Dr. Matt described. Now, supplements as a whole um, are largely unregulated. You know, you can have Brad and Matt's supplement shop and it could be a shack at the edge of the woods and they just... You know, putting dirt in there. And, that's and a good idea. That's, a, that's our backup yeah. plan. Sooner or later, they may get audited, but they can get away with it right away, you know. What you want to make sure you do is your research. You want to go look at that supplement company. You want to go their background. How do they do it? What do they have? Um, the one that we've used for years is Standard Process, and they don't pay us anything. We don't get any discounts from them. They... You know, we've always used them because the doctors here are pretty much chewing that. <laughs> those, some of yeah. those like ligament supplements and stuff like that because of the adjusting schedule here. But that's one place for you to start. Look at the amount of vitamin D you're getting in your diet. And uh, we'll have Kim uh, post a link of, you know, vitamin D heavy foods. Yeah. And um, that's where you start. So what, what do you want to, what do we want you to take away from this? I want you to dress in layers, look at your diet and wear a mask, you know, look for ventilation. Um, I hate that the politics has, has come on so strong to something that as doctors, it's real crystal clear. Like, if you're breathing something in and out, anything, you know, if it's not an N95 mask, if it's a cloth mask or a fabric mask, it doesn't matter. It's going to help. Like, that's all we're looking for here, you know, reduction in risk. So, all right, very good. Hopefully, this will be the last time we have to talk about this ridiculous thing, but I, you know, it's our job to make sure you're all up to speed. There's a lot of crazy information out there. There's a lot of people looking to make a whole bunch of money off you, you know, just like with diet. People out there trying to just trying to make money off, the, off of the confusing amount of information. So listen to what we say, because we're right, you know, and that's really it. So, uh, Miss Andrew, you have anything for the people? No, thanks for like, having me today. I feel like you learned a lot today. I did, yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Andrea is our target, really, our target listener. Mom, kids, career. Mm -hmm. Sure. You're it. I'm happy with the podcast. It's great. Well, Dr. Mauer, anything for the people? No, I think we covered it. Just get that vitamin D. Make sure you're taking that in. Come on. Out. Yeah. And get outside, especially right now while it's so nice Yeah, you out. got a couple minutes. Go outside. You know, yeah. like, and not just for the di vitamin yeah. D, but like, for, for your mood. Just, yeah, and the ventilation. The earth is really well ventilated. Yeah, and like, to stay healthy. Yeah, it's true. I mean, there is like, an atmosphere. Oh God, this sucks. I'm cold. Okay, but 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 you're you're at almost no risk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go outside. Go outside. You know, uh, suffer with your kids. That's way more important. Like you know, we it's talk a about bonding these, experience. That is exactly together. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Suffer together. That's right. Misery enjoys company, and that's really where help, it's at. Help them suffer well. That's yeah. right. All right, Doctor Matt, anything for the people? Nope. Okay, our second last podcast of season two. And our second last podcast in this office. We'll have one more and then we're done. We're gone. We're gone. We're maybe out on the street if the building's not ready. But that's okay. You know? At least yeah, we won't we'll be, be here. We'll be, we'll be outside. Yeah, we'll be outside. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go down to Quick Trip, get some ice. You know what I'm saying? Sure. A couple tables and some ice. That's all we've ever needed anyway. We're not anyway. space, you know? Mm -hmm. I got it.
uh, uh, for Andrea, for Dr. Matt, for Dr. Brad, for Kimberly, who's out there in the world. We will talk to you in two weeks for our end of season extravaganza. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do. 